With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own? Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the Jill on Money podcast. It is Thursday, April 22nd. Happy Earth Day. How about that? If you want to know how to do some environmentally focused investing, you can go to our website, jillonmoney.com. Check it out. ESG, Environmental, Social, and Governance. We're all about it. And there, if you're noodling around the website, if you're reading some articles that I've written or listening to old shows or maybe watching some TV segments because, you know, my day job is at CBS News, you can just hit the contact button and ask the question. Don't forget to tell us if you'd like to join us on the air live, because that is way more fun. Bonus, you get to hear Mark's voice. That's fantastic. But today, let's just answer a bunch of your questions, because that's what we do. All right. I like this um, title of this from Anonymous. Anonymous says, subject is rags to riches. So here we go. So many rich people calling in. I feel like sharing my story, but I doubt I have the phone pep and or charisma to be on the air. I am a zero generation immigrant. I am 43 and financially successful. So for listeners wondering if all the callers were born with silver spoons, I can say not necessarily. My mom, sister, and I followed our refugee immigrant father to the United States when I was eight years old. We did not speak a drop of English. Father worked in a factory. Mom worked in a kitchen while she took English classes. She insisted on sending us to a Catholic school. Two years later, while taking English classes, my mom was handed the phone number for the battered women's hotline. The next day, my chatty sister made the call as she spoke most of the English. We left with a social worker and two garbage bags full of belongings. Oh gosh, this is amazing. Off to a shelter. Mom was asked if we wanted to go back to the home country or if we wanted to stay here. She let her children decide. Ask any 10 and 11 year old and they will think of their new dear friends and they will say, we're staying. 
We had no idea what that meant. Next came a year of housing assistance in a complex for battered women and their children. We received public assistance until mom got a job and then continued receiving Medicaid and Section 8 housing. These are the years I realized that my mom is a real-life superhero. Mom went backwards in education. She redid an American Associates degree in something she already earned a bachelor's in, but it didn't count in the U.S. I heard a lot of stories like that, by the way. She went to school during the day and translated her books at night so she could do the homework. She cleaned houses on the weekends. She kept us in Catholic school and eventually moved us to an area that had excellent schools. She wanted us to be educated and independent. I went on to get a state degree with full grants and very little in loans, but I didn't like the prospects after graduation. So I went on to get a doctor of pharmacy degree. At that point, I was in love. So I wasn't willing to go to a cheaper state. So after some number crunching, I figured $30,000 a year for four years of student loans, it would be. Yes, when I finally graduated, there was some interest that accrued, and I was at $188,000. And with my husband, we were at $210,000 in student loans. I still don't regret it. Sometimes the only way forward is to pay. I pay the monthly student loan bill and then some. We currently have $98,000 left on our student loans. We have $350,000 in retirement funds. We contribute $26,000 a year after our matches. Retirement calculators say we will have about $1.9 to $2.2 million at retirement. We expect to spend $80,000 a year in retirement in today's dollars. We have our forever home with a $440,000 mortgage, 2.8% 30 year. The student loans have been refinanced. One is at 5.375%. One is at 2.2%. Oh my God, we made $225,000 together last year. We have two paid off cars. We never carry credit card debt. I have a high tolerance for debt. I am willing to pay extra in the long run to be able to just live. It has been a long journey, but I am giving my kids a good life. I used to pay extra on our loans, but then the $24,000 a year in daycare bills came and I used to pay more, but I diverted some of the money to tutors for more for my kids. Life just keeps happening. My goal is to have the student loans paid off in full before these kids go to college. I can then pay for their college. They each have a 529, but just pennies go into it. They will each have about $30,000 when they go to school. I know I do quite a few things differently than recommended. Maybe I should have pummeled the student loans. Maybe I should have reduced the retirement contributions. Maybe I should have not bought the first house so early. Lots of maybes, but in the end, I'm on goal for retirement. I will have cash to pay for the kids' college. We are homebodies, but we're constantly paying cash to fix the house. Our luxuries are heating the pool and extending the Northeast summer and Disney every three years. We're underfunded at $500,000 each in life insurance, but we bought those when I was making $100,000. He was making $35,000. Kids are 9 and 11. We do have a will. Anyway, rags to very comfortable riches. I didn't want to wear the rags anymore. I allowed myself to carry the debt a little longer. Anonymous. P.S. Jill and Mark, I've listened to your podcast since the very first episode of the original series. You give me food for thought and help keep me on goal. Thank you so much. Your advice is always welcome. 
What do you make of that one, Mark? I mean, I love this. I, I th- See, I, the reason why I love this, she's right. You know what? There are tried and true rules. You can hear me give advice and say, do this, do that, do this, do that. But you know what? At the end of the day, we advise and you decide. And you can take control and you may say, this is how I want to proceed. I cannot argue with it the, with these decisions. Understanding where Anonymous comes from, how she has advanced and what her mother did, the trade-offs that they made to get to where she is, I'm verklempt. It's a beautiful story. And it doesn't have to be, you don't have to have a top 10 ways to achieve financial success. You don't have to have that. You can have the adaptation of those rules and make it work in your life. That's it. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much for writing in because it does absolutely put a real, it puts kind of like an exclamation point to what we do here. We are trying to help you navigate your journey, but everyone's journey really is so different. Again, I'm going to advise and you're going to decide, Hey, you know who I stole that from Mark? Yep. Dennis Morton, Peloton instructor. He always says, I advise you decide. And I think that that's perfect for us too. All right. Riley says I'm 40. I'm married, three young kids. I have a pension where I put in seven and a half percent of my salary pre-tax. When I retire, I'll get two thirds of my top paying years. I'm trying to figure out how much more I should be investing in other accounts, a 403B or a Roth IRA. I believe I will also be eligible to collect social security. Additionally, I have some mutual funds and money in a thrift savings plan from a previous government job. I'm not sure if I should just leave those funds where they are or put them somewhere else. Based on anticipated inflation, approximately how much money monthly should I plan to need in 25 years when I retire, presuming my kids are self-sufficient? Big presumption there. This is what I would do. At the very least, put uh, six grand in your Roth IRA. I would leave my old government accounts alone. Don't do anything with them. And again, I'm going to presume that you have your six to 12 months of your emergency reserve fund, that there's no debt that's outstanding. And I would start by saying that if if all that is true, then I would start with funding a Roth IRA. If you can do more than that, then maybe I would use the 403B, but let's start with a Roth IRA and let's do that nice and easy. And let me know how it goes. And maybe we'll even put more money away, which would be great. Okay. Uh, This is from Steve. I'm 49. Vanguard says my contribution limits for Roth IRAs are $7,000 this year. My birthday is on December 28th. Is this a mistake or am I being bumped up to 7,000 because my birthday comes slightly before the end of the year? Steve, bonus of 50. You get to put in the extra thousand bucks and it doesn't matter when you turn age 50 in that calendar year, you get that extra thousand dollars. So bully for you. Congratulations. You're a winner. And 50s are really fabulous. I'm going to just say that right now. Well, that's it. That's the program for today. I really want to reflect on those comments from Anonymous, which is you have your own journey. We want to help you be on that journey in a way that works for you. And the way that we try to help you out is to encourage you to send us emails or notes from the website at jillonmoney.com and tell us about yourself. But if you want to get a more nuanced approach to your situation, 
feel free to say, here's my question. Here's my concern. Oh, and I'd love to come on the program live with you. Mark will do the rest. So send us your questions. We love hearing them. Let us advise. We have faith in you. We have an amazing listenership. We believe that you can decide for yourselves. We are not finger waggers. We are not didactic. We encourage you to make the decisions that are in your own best interest. We'll just help guide you along the way. And here's the next guidance. Wash your hands, wear your masks, maintain your physical distancing, and try to put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.